from the vault. Hey everybody, Fred here for another edition of Radio Drama Revival from the Vault. Uh, today we'll be featuring the first part of a series by my mentor, friend, and perhaps favorite audio playwright of all time, Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theatre in Ireland. The story is The Stuff of Myth, a wacky retelling of the tale of Orpheus and Eurydice with the inimitable Phil Proctor and Melita Peterson as Hades and Persephone. Scandalous, stylized, and sizzling, the stuff of myth retells the Greek myth as you learned it maybe in college, definitely not in middle school. Hot nymphs, horny goats, and copious quantities of wine are found here on Radio Drum Revival from the vault. Enjoy! Crazy Dog Audio Theatre, in association with RTE Radio, presents The Stuff of Myth by Roger Gregg. Episode 1, Orpheus Goes Before the Lord of Death. I am down underground, and I sing in the kingdom of death. My voice will protect me till I draw my last breath. Till I draw my last breath I am not frightened I am not afraid For I sing in the shadows Yes, I sing in this grave I sing in this grave Though the mouth of hell now greets me And hungry ghosts wait to eat me with my voice singing out. Oh yes, I am so brave. <laughs> I am so brave. Anthony J. Hages. What? What? What is it? Were now? you brought up in a barn? What are you talking about? What am I talking about? Do you know where I just found the bath rug? Oh, the bath rug. This is about the bath rug. I got that bath rug special. Oh yeah. To add a little life. A little color to this hell we What do you want, Persephone? This is hell. It's the underworld. It's where we live. You just don't listen, do you? I try not to. You just don't care. I care. No, you don't. I said I don't. No, you don't care about my feelings. You're wrong, Persephone. I care. Oh, really? You are saying that my feelings are not being listened to you by you are just what? What are you talking about? Wrong. My feelings are wrong. You see, how can I respond to that? Facts. Objective reality. Actual events. It all counts for nothing in the face of your feelings. Uh, oh, Hades, Lord of Death. I you just don't to... care. And you don't want to care. I married you, didn't I? I made you my queen. Then why do you insist on not doing what I am? I am the king, you know. Excuse me. I have told you that the bath rug must oh, be taken up and let hanging on the edge of the tub and not left lying on the floor. It's a rug. It goes on the floor. It stays wet if you leave it on the floor. Oh, ye gods. The house police are going to come and arrest me for leaving the bed rug on the floor. I can see the headlines. The king of hell leaves bath rug on floor while still dead. Do not take that tone with me. A tone? Now I have a tone. Yes? I have a tone. You don't have a tone. If I could just say... All right. I've had it with you always moping around here in the freezing damp dark. What do you want? It's the underworld! You never want to go anywhere or do anything uh. together. You just want to sit around on your pile of jewels all day listening to the screams of the souls in torment. Torment? I'll tell you who's really in torment Nobody around here. Nobody ever visits us, which is just as well because I would be ashamed for them to see the way we live. Oh, yeah, that's right. They see our bath rug sitting on the floor. Excuse you me. You are a tight-fisted, mean-spirited, stingy oh. slob of an old miser. Stingy? Look at all the wealth we have. <laughs> see? <laughs> Look at this. All the diamonds and rubies found in the earth belongs to me. Yeah. To us. Yeah. Sorry, can I? But we never spend it. Because you have to hoard everything. You just can't let go, can you? The great Pluto, Lord of Death. Come on, say it. Anally retentive! Please, excuse me. What? 
Who is this guy? How am I supposed to know? I'm just asking. A guy comes into the palace. I thought you'd know. And why should I know? What are you implying? I'm not implying anything. Yes, you are. You always are. Poppy. Brute. Nag. Beast. Boar. Please, both of you, just listen to me for a moment. Who the hell are you? <sighs> I am Orpheus, and I've come to your kingdom hey. to... Wait a minute. This young man. Look at his color. He... He is... Alive? Alive? This guy is alive? You're alive? Yes, I'm still alive. He's alive! Alive? That's what he said, alive! Yeah, and alive? Yeah, alive! What are you? Alive mortal? I'm a demigod. A demigod! (laughs) Worthless! Still die, don't you? Like this! <laughs> yes, yes, oh, oh, great king of darkness! Your power can kill me, but first, I have a gift! A gift? For me? Yes. I've come to share it with you. Oh, isn't that lovely? What gift? My voice. It's divine. Voice? Sounds mortal enough to me. Well, well, well it's, 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 it's usually not like this. It's... Oh, what do you want? Pity! <laughs> hey, Dees. Don't be so rude. I'm working here. Do not embarrass me in front of our guest. Your guest? <gasps> guest? What do you think this is, a hotel? Please, Lord of Death, I've come to ask a favor of you. A favor? From me? Yes. You see, the thing is, The woman I love, well, she was a nymph, actually. We just got married and she died. (laughs) So I've come to take her back. Take from me. From me? Take that from the Lord of Death! Hey, hey stop choking him! <laughs> Would you just get over yourself for one Hades? Stop it! So, tell me, how do you come to be here? Go on. I want to know everything. Well, I, I, I was born a prince in the Palace of Thrace. And it's funny how it happened, actually. I mean, I I didn't even have to try. I just opened my mouth and out came this voice. And before I knew it, everyone wanted to hear me sing. (laughs) All right, all right, I'll sing. Calm down. (laughs) Just give me some space, you sillies. What can I say? My voice is magic. It casts a spell over all who hear. The whole world just has to have it see how they draw near Doesn't matter the words I use I still hold them in awe If I sing dooby dooby dum Or even la di da 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 I use my gift Everything just seems to lift How do I do it? Don't ask me It just comes naturally What can I say? My voice is magic Oh, Stop! Stop it! Come on, stop it! Don't! What do you think you are doing, young man? Singing, Dad? Singing? Orpheus? You can't sing your way through life, son. I I need to sing. My voice just... Stop it. Stop it. I know what you're doing. You start singing, and the whole world has to stop to listen. Next thing you know, we got a zoo here. Look at this place. Flipping bunny rabbits. Horse of butterflies. Birds on the windowsill. Even the trees leaning into the window. It's my voice, Dad. It's magic. Magic. (laughs) Sure. But who has to clean up after all this, huh? Look at the size of this rabbit. He's no house trained, you know. I I say, get out of here, you naughty bunny. (coughs) Oh, 
Just look at the state of this place. Somebody has to clean all this up. And it isn't you, is it? No, it's never you. Because you have never done an honest day's work in your life. Work? Yes, work. Mom says work is for losers. <sighs> Yo trabajo. I work. I know. Mom says... Mom says... You see, this is your problem. Mom says it's your problem. Oh, no. Not anymore. Because I am going to make it your problem. What do you mean? I signed you up. You're going on a little trip. Mom! Oh, I sure bring her into this. Mom! It's too late. She Mom! can't save you this time. Oh, 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 my baby. My precious baby, you are calling me? With that sweet, sweet voice. That magic voice. What is it, my darling boy? Mom, you know I need to sing. Well, of course you do, my boy. And every sound you make from your mouth and even your cute little bum <laughs> is such sweet music. And I should know, for I am Calliope. <laughs> the muse of music. <laughs> Sing for me now. Uh, no. Dad's done something terrible, Mom. What? What have you done, oh grass? Calliope, my gorgeous grape. I have signed our son up to go on a, an expedition. Oh, what? It, it, on one of those uh, Greek hero questings with, with Jason. He's looking for... Uh, he, uh, what is he again? The Golden Fleece? The, 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 yeah, the Golden Fleece. <sighs> You'll set a set tomorrow. You signed my son to go on a dangerous, a perilous a trip with the mythological monsters and, and, and harsh realities. <laughs> Yes, my fruity pie. Plenty of dollars. Don't worry. He'll be with Jason and another big guy, Hercules, and all the gang. It will be good for him. Turn him into a man. A man. Yes, a man. Ah. And what if he catches a cold? So he catches a cold? You know how fragile his magical voice is. You can't keep smothering him. I am his mother. He's got to grow up and do things on his own. You know, normal human things like make friends. Maybe even fall in love. Love? Yeah, you know, with a woman. Or whatever. With a woman. There is no woman on earth good enough for my son. Mom, don't say that. Ow. I am the king here, you know. He's going with Jason. And that's it. This time, you have gone too far, old grass. I am trying to help our son. He is not your son! What? C Calliope, my fruity love, I, I, I thought we agreed to ex on the answer. Orpheus is not your son. There, I said it. I'm not? No, you are not. Th then who's my real father? Your real father is a god. Oh, yes. Which one? Who do you think? Look. Look in the mirror. See? Oh, you look just like him. <laughs> so beautiful. So glorious. Oh, you are gorgeous. You have your father's voice. The voice of music. You mean... Say, say. Your real father is... Apollo. Ha! How about that, Ogres? Apollo. <gasps> Apollo's my real father? Yes. That is why he sent you the golden harp. You see? This? Yes. 
a gift from your real father, while ogres only gives you what? A good home, food, an education. Bah! So that's why I sound so magical. I'm a god! A, a demigod, Orpheus! That's a big difference! I'm a demigod! Wow! Yes! And that's why everyone in the whole world wants always to be near you, to touch you, to go crazy, just to hear your voice. <laughs> See them all outside the window waiting to hear you. The birds, the squirrels, the bunny rabbits. That's right. They're all out there waiting for his magical voice. Not for him, the mortal man. And he is mortal. Bah! He is perfect. Everyone loves him. Everybody loves me? Yes, Orpheus. Everyone will always love you. No, they won't. People will love you for your voice. They won't love you for you, the man. And what are you going to do the day your magic voice fails you? Wish one day it will. Who is going to love you then? Stop saying that. I Yes, such was the joy of my home life. My mother's voice still ringing in my ears. His voice will never fail him. He is perfect in every way. While you, or grass, when you pee, you can't even get it all in a pot. And my father. Your stepfather, you mean. I don't think he really wanted to kill himself. He just wanted some peace and quiet and stuck the knitting needles too far in his ears. <laughs> Wonderful! Needles in his ears! Oh, that's good. <laughs> but he got his way. So you joined Jason and the Argonauts on that little boat. Looking for the golden fleece. Yes. And just as my mother said, we did meet a lot of mythological monsters along the way. Half this, half that type of thing. What things? Oh, you know. Half bull, half man. Half snake, half woman. Half horse, half cabbage. Oh, my. And we met some harsh realities, which were even worse. Excellent. <laughs> but I found my groove and lay down in it. I sang for the Argonauts every night and slept through the days. <laughs> This cursed place, Jason. I don't know. It smells of death here. We can't see where we are. We've got to get away. Yes, yes, but some strange current has it in its grip, pulling us forward like an inexorable plot through life. Hercules! Hercules! What? Can you row a bit faster? Well, I could if somebody helped me. Right, it's just that we're all quite busy now making sound effects. What? All of us? Yes. What about him? Yeah, him. 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 Oh, you mean Orpheus. Just look at him. He's not doing anything. Sound asleep, as usual. Come on, Jason. You're the captain. Get him to do his share of the work. All he does is sing. Yes, but that's why we brought him along. That's his bag. Bag schmag. He should do his share of the hard work. Yes, but you know what happens every single time I've asked him to help out. Uh, he starts singing about love. We all fall under his spell. And start holding each other's hands, swaying back and forth, love song after love song after love song. Makes me feel violated. Me too. I can't take any more of his singing about love. I say we tosses him overboard first chance we get. Voice or no voice. Make him work. All right, all right, I'll ask him. <clears throat> Orpheus? Orpheus? What? What? what, 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 what? Uh, can you get up and help Hercules row? Rowing? Yes, uh, I. Uh, we think it's high time you did your share of the work. Work? Yes, work. But you brought me along to sing. What's going on? Crow's nest! Report! There! Off the port bow! What is it? Mythological creatures! And they're headed this way! Ooh. Sound the mythological creature warning! Action 
Congratulations, everyone! Can you make them out? Yes, Captain! They're half and half creatures! Half and half! Half and half what? Half giant bird! And half woman! What? You mean? Yes, and just look at their bazumbas! Bazumbas! They're flying all around us! Oh, watch out! Oh, oh, my hair! Oh, I hate things flying near my hair! Shoot! <laughs> ah! She's beautiful! I love you, baby! She drives me crazy! Oh, I'm so mad! Ah! Abandon down the hatches! Oh, oh, oh. Oh, Into something more comfortable like those jagged rocks. Please seduce us with your song and dance. Drop our inhibitions and our pants. No complications, no strings attached. Unrestrained relations with no hidden catch. No hidden catch. No hidden catch. Hey! We're coming, girls! Oh, I feel this is crazy, but I'm doing it anyway. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Those are the sirens. So? So they are drawing us to them in order to kill us. We shall be ganashed to pieces the moment we reach them. Yes, excellent. I'm rowing to them as fast as I can. Oh, no, but they are going to kill us. Brilliant. I can't wait. Row. Row faster. Here, let me help. No, no. Office. The sirens. They're singing to us. We are under their spell. Do something. What? I'm helping to row. No, I mean sing back to them. Use that magic voice of yours. Sing to them. Sing. Oh, my throat is a bit... They're going to kill us, you punts. Oh, all right. Goodbye, sirens. Goodbye, girls. Around your fingers we won't curl. Goodbye, sirens, goodbye, girls. We do not fit into your world. We won't be delayed by all of your antics. Don't be dismayed, we're just too romantic. I am driven by the gods above. They've made me this way I'm searching for one true love Maybe I'll find it someday Wait, 
Jones, can we talk about this? Ah, it's for your own good. But I can't swim. Well, this way you can look for that one true love you're always thinking about. Because you ain't going to find it on board this ship. <laughs> Come on, lads. A one, a two, a three, a four. And then I began to drown in the wet, wet, very wet sea. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Wonderful, wonderful. And there, you die. <laughs> no, wait, wait, please, please. He's not done yet. So? That's just rude, Hades. Oh, that's rude. The is boy just is telling us a story. Oh, for the God's sake. And sakes. I was liking it. It's a boring story. you are so I know how rude. it's going to end. And he It so ends in jail. How everything always And he's always Crazy Dog Audio Theatre, in association with RTE Radio, presents The Stuff of Myth by Roger Gregg. Episode 2 Orpheus Searches for His One True Love. <laughs> Please. It's just too funny. Orpheus is trying to tell his story. What's there to tell? It's the same old story. A young man searching for that one true love. Then where's the romance? Oh, no. Her and her romance. Oh, you mean a love interest. Yes, a love interest. But my whole story is about love. Here, then. Let's cut to a secluded grove of sacred oaks. Tucked beside a field of clover. And dwelling here was Eurydice, the most beautiful of all the nymphs. She was hot, as hot as nature can be. And she was sweet, really, really sweet. For she was the nymph of the trees where the honeybees lived. Now she had her two close friends with her. Agave, the leader of the wild, whirling maenads. And Hestia, knitting, baking, nurturing, goddess of the hearth. <laughs> oh, Agave, as long as I can remember, I've done nothing but inhabit this grove. What do you want? You're a nymph. Yes, Agave, I know I'm a nymph. That's what nymphs do. You should be content. Oh, but I'm not, Hestia. I feel there's something missing. Missing? What's missing? Music. There's no music in my life. But you're a nature spirit. The wind in the trees should be music to you. There must be more than just frolicking in these woods. Frolic through the clover, then. Oh, forget it. Don't mind me. Just not a happy nymph. Well, that's it. You're a nymph. There should be more about you than just... Frolicking. Know what I'm saying? What are you saying, Agave? Okay. Here's what happens. A handsome hunk of a hunter is lost, alone in the woods. So he sits down to rest beside a tree. One of your trees, Eurydice. Yes, go on. Now... Just when he's slipping off to dream, you go right past him, frolicking. He sees you, okay? And he shakes his head in disbelief. Now, this is important. After he rubs his eyes, you pause in the distance, not too far away. You turn and bend forward like you dropped something. And look back over your shoulder like this. And bam! That does it. It does? Oh, yeah. You give him that shot. He's hooked. Works every time. Believe me, I know. Next thing you know, his blood is up. And he's chasing you. Ch 
chasing me. Oh, yeah, like a greyhound. You're dashing through the woods over a stream, and then up ahead there's a clearing of the trees. Shafts of warm sunlight are pouring down. You stop, you turn, he dashes up to you and stops. You smile, he smiles. You're both panting from the chase. There's a whiff of sweat and desire in the air. Your eyes meet his, the pupils widen. Everything widens. He grabs you, you grab him, and then bang, it's on. He takes you, you take him, and ah, uh, 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 ah. You both scream together. Ah! All the crows take flight for miles around. Uh, little deer look up, stunned. And it's out of your system. He wakes up, you're gone. Free, easy, simple. Oh, oh don't listen to my Eurydice. You should save yourself. Save myself? For what? For your one true love. Oh, my one true love? <laughs> As long as I'm stuck here in the middle of nowhere, oh, I never see any men at all. There's Aristeus. Oh, Aristeus doesn't count. But it's just so, so good to you. Coming here to visit you every day. Always bringing you gifts. He's so industrious. He's a genius when it comes to... Agriculture. Whoopee. The olive. Right, he did that. You love his olives. And, and what about his grapes? They're all right. Just all right? And what about getting milk from cows? That was really hard for him until he came up with the, um, the bucket. Yes, I suppose. And taking wool from sheep. Now, you must admit that was really clever. What's so clever about that? Because now we can spend all our days knitting and weaving. Oh, I don't want to spend all my days knitting and weaving. But it's great therapy for a woman as she pines away with longing for her one true love. Oh, here you go again. Just weaving and weaving and dreaming of the day when you've sworn undying love in sacred marriage. And then he comes home to you after working all day on the farm and he's tired and sore and he doesn't want to say anything but you're waiting for him in a tidy, clean house with a smile and a hot, home-cooked meal. And then you spend the evening together sitting in front of the fire, your well-worn hand tucked faithfully in his. And then finally... Is just right. He leans over towards you and ever so gently begins to snore. Sound asleep. So content. And you look over at him and whisper, Oh, Aristeus, I love you. Sounds to me, Hestia, like you love him. Me? I... Oh, no, no, no. Stop, please, no. Uh, he never... Don't! Oh, stop it! It's him. No! Oh, oh, get away from me, you! No, 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 please, don't, don't stick. Not the eye. Stick out! Oh, my eye! Oh, that hurts! Go on! Go on, please! Clear off! Oh, oh, Eurydice! Here, Aristeus. Oh, there you are, Eurydice. Hello, Aristeus. Oh, hi, Hestia. <sighs> Agave. Oh, my, look at the state of you. You're covered in bee stings, you poor thing. Oh, it's all right. It's all a part of domesticating them. Judging by your eye, they don't look very domestic. Oh, oh, but they will be. You'll see. I've built hives for them. Duplexes in two tiers with little windows and balconies and a detachable roof with a tiny ladder. Why? Why? Because of this. A glowing jar. Oh, look how it shines. What is it? I call it Honey. Honey? Yes. It's from the bees that live right here in your sacred grove, Eurydice. My bees? Yes. I'm domesticating them so that we can have a constant supply of honey. Don't... Oh, just taste it. Go on. 
Mmm. Mmm. Oh, I see. Oh. Oh, my. Mm. Oh, it's very sweet. Oh, let me try. Oh, of course. The nectar of the gods. Oh, I think I could bake with this. No, oh, that's right. Yeah, you can bake with it. You can cook with it. You're a genius. And you know what else? It's medicinal. Really? Yes. It sanitizes wounds. And it's an aphrodisiac. How do you know? Did you test it on yourself? Yes. But, and this is amazing, you know when your throat gets sore and your voice gets all like that, you know, scratchy and sore, you just swallow this honey and its soothing properties gets your voice back. Oh, Aristides, you're wonderful. I, I... You, you what? I just think this is gorgeous, isn't he? Uh, it's the honey, I mean, isn't it? You ought to say... Yes, yes, Aristides, your honey is very nice. Oh, thank you. Here. It's for you. Oh, no, I don't want to. I'll take it. Yes, you take it, Hestia. Uh, but I, I made it for you, Eurydice. It's all for you, everything I do. Um, Could I have a word with you, Eurydice? Alone, I mean. Alone? Yes, please. I, We need to talk. Talk about what? Oh, that's what I need to talk to you about. <laughs> Alone. All right. Alone. Hestia? Hmm? Agave? <laughs> Will you leave us? Oh, of course, Aristides. If you need to talk, you talk. <laughs> I talk to you any time. <laughs> Thanks, Hestia. Come along, Hestia. I can't believe you stuck your hand in that jar. You don't even know where those bees have been. Have you smelled the pine? Well, I think he smells pleasantly pastoral. Yeah, well, I don't. You just be mean-minded. So... So, <laughs> the honey is very good, isn't it? Oh, yes, Aristides. It's very sweet and very sweet of you to give it to me. But please, you really should stop giving me things. Oh, no, no, I, I must share everything with you. It's a part of my big development plan for us. Oh. Mmm. Mm. This is very good. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I've been thinking a lot lately about... You and I, and this place, and how you're constantly inspiring me to come up with new things, like, well, you know, the butter, the olives, wool. Honey? That's right, honey. And, and it's all because I love you. Oh. And I need you, and I want to be with you always. We're designed for each other. I'll build you a duplex, just like I did for the bees, only much Bigger, so we'll both fit inside. I'm not. You're the one for me and I'm the one for you. I think we should merge. Yes, let's merge right away. What are you saying? I'm saying, will you marry me? No. Wonderful, we'll be so happy together. No. And every night I'll come home to you completely exhausted. Stop it. And you'll say, how was your day? And I'll say, oh, I don't want to talk about it. But you'll make me talk about it. And I will talk about it even though I don't want to talk about it because I love stop you. Stop it, Aristides. Let go of me. Please, just stop it. But I love you. But I do not love you. Oh. Oh, Aristides, please. I never meant to lead you on. I have to be true to myself, and I'm not in love with you. There's something missing from my life. What's missing? Music. 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 What's that? You see? You don't even know what that is. But, but I can learn this music thing, if, if that's what you want. No. Here, let me give you back your gift. No! No, no, you, you keep them. Take the honey back at least. No, 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 please, keep, keep the honey. If it's too sweet for you, you can give it to Hestia. She can integrate it into her baking formulations. Are you sure? Yes, yes, it, it, it's time. I, I really should go. I've, yes, I, I've, I've got to get back and tend to your... Um... My bees? yes. Your bees. I have to keep busy, like the bees. Like the bees. <laughs> Goodbye, Eurydice. Goodbye, Aristides. Maybe, maybe you just need more time. Maybe. All right, then. <laughs> Aristides, you did it to you. That's my boy. <laughs> That last maybe was all Aristaeus was left with. Maybe 
was all he had to cling to. But for Aristeus, maybe was enough. <laughs> oh, that is so beautiful. <sighs> Unrequited love is so sad. That's it. I can't take anymore. Hades, let him finish. Oh, all right. Just get this over with. Oh, yes, yes, thank you, Your Highness. Now, while Aristeus uh, was consumed with longing for Eurydice... Yeah? ...and Eurydice was consumed with longing for bigger and better things, I had, meanwhile, found myself in the middle of a group of dissolute maenads. <sighs> the frenzied followers of Dionysus. Flower-loving hippies! And there they were. Yes, there they were. A wild party on the sandy beach, with Agave leading them on, all out of their heads in the middle of their drug and swinging sex scene, dressed in animal skins or, or, or nothing at all. They call it a religion. But really, it's just one big raving party. And if there's one thing that always keeps the party going... It's music. And I stumbled right into the middle of this. Oh, hello. It's a great party you have here. Yeah. My name... Oh. 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 Yeah, it's a gift, but i got to be careful how I use it. I'll say. By the by, I'm Silenus. Oh. <gasps> You're a satyr. Yeah, the hooves, the horns, the huge, permanently erect man shaft. Dead giveaways, huh? Right. You sure are lucky I met you, you know that? Uh, sure, you saved my life. No, not that. I'm talking about what a guy with a gift like yours really needs. Finding true love? No. Finding true love? What are you, some kind of a fruitcake? 
I'm Orpheus, the poet, and I'm seeking true love. <laughs> oh, ye gods, spare me from poets. Look, Orpheus, baby, let me spell this out for you. What you need is management. Management for what? For the big tour. What big tour? The big tour you and I's going on. Doing what? Singing, kid. Singing? Yeah. You want to share that gift, don't you? Spread it around, bring it to the people at 60 ducats a head plus booking fee along with merchandising, publishing, product tie-ins, all that jazz. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know how to do anything else. Well, okay, then. You definitely got the voice. You look good and you got material, right? Please tell me you got material. Oh, you mean songs? Yeah, songs. Well, I, I just make them up as I go along. Mostly about love. Because someday, I believe I'll find true love. And when I do, it'll be real. Sure, there'll be some harsh realities, but in the end, the power of true love. True love, love, true love, true... Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's keep it real, okay? Now, what about a routine? You do got a routine. A what now? An act, a stage show. Choreography. Oh, oh I, I just do what comes naturally. Ooh, okay. As your manager, I got me a problem with this naturally thing. But, but it's always worked for me. Always? You know Zeus? Sure. Well, he's a god, right? Yes. He's a hundred percent god. Now, he can do what comes naturally and always get away with it. But you, what are you? I'm a demigod. A demigod? <laughs> What's that? Demi? I'll tell you what Demi is. It's hit and miss. Bit of this, bit of that. Maybe yes, maybe no. It's a bit iffy. Iffy? Iffy. Here, come here, Orpheus, baby. Come here. I'll show you what you really are. Here. Feel this. Ow! See, when it comes right down to it, you're really just a human being with a bit of magic is all. So for you, there ain't no always, no always about anything. You're right. My voice, it, it, it does get sore a lot. It's very sensitive, you know. I, I get tickles all the time and things. I've never told anyone this, but I'm afraid that someday I'm going to lose it. There, you see? That's exactly what I'm talking about. You gotta hurry up and exploit that gift while it lasts. Yes, yes, you're right. What do you want me to do? Turn around and show me them chunky hump muscles. <laughs> you mean these? Oh, yeah. Flex. Flex! Oh, yeah! <laughs> Chicks dig it big time. They don't admit it, but I have never met one that cannot resist checking out the mounds of power. How do you know all this? Well, I'm a satyr, you know. I'm a professional. Or was. See? Oh, now I recognize you. You're the satyr that poses in... Daphne does Delphi. Yeah, that's images on half the walls in Greece. And on most of the pottery. That's a classic orgy scene. Yeah, it's in the all-time top ten images in the adult Greek art industry. If I got residuals, I'd be one rich satyr, let me tell you. <laughs> what can I say? It's permanent. You got your gift, and I got mine. Right. But, like any gift, it's kind of a curse, too. After a lifetime spent posing in straight, gay, bi, two ways, three ways, daisy chains, strap-on gaping DPs, squirting reach-arounds, shaft-stabbing 69s, spit-lubing BJs, snowballing milf, corn-holing, teabagging, hardball alley-dogging, this way, that way. I put my back out so many times, it's not even funny. I guess it has its risks. Well, it's part of the business. What you gonna do? So you quit? More like a career break. Why? Well, one day, I'm posing in the middle of this lesbian nymph scene, and the pot is taking like all day to sketch out the image, and I'm just standing there holding the wood in the center of the frame, and my hooves are killing me, and I'm waiting for the cue to shoot the pearl necklace, watching the shadow on the sundial slowly creep around. Then, right on cue with the money shot, it hits me like a revelation, and I think, hey, this industry's just so impersonal. I mean, I've been sunk in the full 16 inches here, but I might as well be a million miles away, you know, baby? It's all just so superficial. I mean, sure, it's profoundly satisfying, but I still could not help feeling that there was something missing from my life. Something really important. What? 
I don't know. You don't? What do I know? I'm a freaking satyr. Born with a hard on, die with a hard on. I'm a nature spirit. Shoot the seed, spray the seed, sow the seed. That's what I do. Now maybe I'm just getting old. What can I say? Anyway, that's when I decided to get into something really seedy like music management. And you know the gods must be looking down, because <laughs> the next thing I know, I meet you. And with that voice of yours, Orpheus, I guarantee you, we go in places. The Big Tour! And the next thing I knew, I was the lead singer in Silenus's band, on a tour to every amphitheater in Greece. And night after night, I sang my heart out in front of thousands of screaming fans. Until one night. Six weeks into the tour, I collapsed. I was exhausted, and I, I, I totally lost my voice. I felt like I was dying. Well, please, hurry up about it. Hey, Dees, please, don't be so rude. I'm being rude, I'm being realistic. I want to hear more he about the girlfriend. He can talk after he's dead. Excuse me, the girlfriend just the entered the story, girlfriend. and I oh, want to oh, hear oh, about oh, the oh, girlfriend. You've been listening to Episode 2 of Crazy Dog Audio Theatre's The Stuff of Myth by Roger Gregg. Featuring the talents of David Murray, Karen Ardiff, Morgan Jones, Emer O'Grady, Roger Gregg, Phil Proctor, Melinda Peterson, Darren McCormick, and Michelle Hartman. Recording engineer Mark McGrath. Additional recording in Crazy Dog Studios. The Stuff of Myth was written, directed, and produced by Roger Gregg. Find out more at crazydogaudiotheatre.com. And that was Radio Drum Revival from The Vault. If you like the show, please do leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends. Find us on social media. You can find us at, at Radio Drama on Twitter or at Radio Drum Revival on Facebook. Of course, the website's also radiodramarevival.com. Also, check out our sister podcasts, The Cleansed and The Dark Tome. Both of those are on Wondery, a network of storytellers. You can find them by searching for their names on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts are served. Again, The Dark Tome and The Cleansed, audio fiction stories by yours truly. And be sure to stay tuned next week for regular host David Reinstrom. As always, keep your mind and your ears open. This is Fred, signing off. <laughs>